Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hey, sister friend, welcome back to the Seek First CEO podcast. I've got a juicy one for you today, the behind the scenes of my 100K month. I can't even believe I'm saying that because I did not start this journey to make $100,000 in a month. I didn't start this journey to build seven and eight figure businesses. I didn't start this journey to make a million dollars, but here we are. And money has been one of those things that God continues to teach me a lot of lessons about. And it's been one of those things that, well, I had a lot of it and I lost a lot of it. If you don't know my story, I had a lot of success in network marketing. I built multiple seven, eight figure businesses and I lost the largest eight figure business in network marketing. Long story short, I was terminated from a company. They accused me of soliciting and I didn't and I wasn't. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because it showed me a lot of things, I asked the Lord many times, like, God, why did you let that happen? And what is the what was the point of all of that? Really is that, you know, I I lost it all and in that losing it all, I found Jesus's all. And hindsight now, I would not trade any of it for the world, but my goodness, has it been a healing journey since 2018, which is a little bit of the backstory as to money and why money is such a near and dear topic to my heart, because it's something that the Lord continues to show me in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I want for nothing. Well, let me tell you, when I lost it all and I thought, you know, I had everything and I I lost it. I had a lot of questions for God and I really had to learn what a Psalm 23, what that verse is. I was born on the 23rd. I highly recommend whatever day you were born on, go read the Psalm that's connected to that day. I can't tell you, I've told this to many people before and that, that Psalm often blesses people on a really, really deep level. Psalm 23 is my Psalm and oh my goodness, the Lord continues to take me deeper and show me truth about it. All of that to say that The Lord is your shepherd. You lack nothing. And sometimes God will ask you to do things that doesn't make sense. And in that, he wants to show you that you are his and you really do lack nothing. I have been high achieving ambitious, driven my whole life. And that's a whole other podcast episode to unravel the why behind that. And so I think, you know, oftentimes we think we are one way just because that's the way God made us. Those personality tests, they will just let you stay in that and make you believe that you are this way because that's the way God made you. And you can, you know, just accept who you are. And I would challenge that to say, why? Why are you that way? And what molded you into that? Truth is your childhood, what you were around, what you've experienced, whether it was trauma or what you heard, 
Those have much more to do with why you're the way that you are today than just the way God made you. In fact, if we were more about the way God made us, we would realize we are already righteous. We are holy. We are made in God's image. We literally behold the glory of God. I shared a verse with a client this morning that she is clothed in strength and dignity. And she laughs at fear of the future. Friend, if we actually wore and we clothed ourselves with strength, with dignity, with righteousness, with holiness, with power, with authority, I think the world would be a much better place. In fact, that's my life mission is to help you identify the lies that you're believing about yourself and God and helping you replace them with truth so that you walk in your calling and in your identity of who God says that you are. All of that to say, I have learned so much about money and why I was the way and why I am the way that I am and all the things. So money has been a place that the Lord has often given me challenges and losing that business really rocked my world, but it opened me up to truth. I share that because in 2019, after I lost that business in 2018, I went ahead and built another seven-figure business because, you know, I wanted to just continue to move forward, and that was what I knew. And in 2019, God called me to a season of rest. Now, in 2019, I didn't even know what rest meant. In fact, I thought that was punishment. I thought that meant that I was lazy and that I would not do anything. And that in and of itself is an amazing study to do a word study around rest and to understand what does biblical rest mean. It doesn't mean you're not doing anything. It doesn't mean you're lazy. It doesn't mean you don't show up and do anything. It means it's a state of mind. It's a, really a state of trust in who God is and you walking in that, showing up in that. All that to say, in 2019, God called me to a season of rest, and I felt like he was, he not only was calling me to a biblical rest, but he was literally calling me to slow down. But it didn't make sense. Has God ever asked you to do something that doesn't make sense? And yet, on the other side of it, there are blessings. You may have heard me talk a little bit about my signature program, Made to Flow, where it combines neuroscience and biblical principles. And one of the lessons I teach in Made to Flow is this very thing. F-L-O-W. There's five different acronyms that it stands for. And one of them is forget logic and operate in wisdom. Forget logic and operate in wisdom. That is one of the keys to living in flow. When we are obedient to what God is asking us to do, even when it doesn't make sense, we can be guaranteed blessings on the other side of that obedience. And this is the very thing that I got to see in the 2019 when the Lord called me to a season of rest. And I didn't really understand what that was, but I was willing to stop building all the things. I actually had four businesses at the time. I had a network marketing business, a coaching business, a faith-based apparel business, and a boutique. I mean, come on. I believe that I needed multiple streams of income to provide for myself and, and to leave a legacy for my family. And while there is nothing wrong with multiple streams of income, it's another one of those network marketing things that you hear thrown around a lot. And it's it's smart and it's awesome and it needs to be done in a way that actually makes sense. The Bible also talks about multiple streams of income, so there's nothing wrong with it. And there's a, a, a foundational piece that needs to be laid before that happens. And so anyways, I had all these businesses. I was so busy and God called me to a season of rest. I'm like, I don't understand how. And in that season of rest, the Lord spoke to me in such amazing ways. Fast forward, I know what it means to slow down because I had learned that. And even though it was hard, I call it brutal, it was brutal and it was beautiful at the same time, I, I knew what that was like. 
So in 2020, when the Lord was calling me to slow down again, which by the way, to the person who from 2018 to 2019 to 2020, I felt like I could not even slow down any more than I already was. I already felt like I was moving at a turtle's pace, (laughs) obeying the Lord, but he was calling me to slow down even more. And I remember the Lord emphasizing my children and emphasizing focusing on my kids. I didn't feel like he was calling me to quit anything and to not do anything, although I did end up closing down the boutique. I ended up closing the faith-based apparel line. I do believe that's coming back. It was the it was living on a prayer apparel. I have it trademarked. And George and I actually were just talking about that this morning. I do believe it's going to come back, but I believe it needed to come back with a stronger foundation and more to come on all of that. But fast forward, he's asking me to slow down and I'm like, literally, God, how do I slow down even more? I am already really not loving this slow pace. I will share this with you. This is one of my favorite quotes and didn't know at the time, but busyness is a sign of lack of intimacy. And so in this season of my life, the Lord was showing me that I was lacking intimacy with my children and that he really wanted to restore that time that I had missed while I was building these crazy successful businesses. And all that to say, I remember him asking me to slow down and I'm thinking, how on earth am I ever going to get back to half a million dollar business? Like, you know, making a half a million dollars a a year. And that's what I wanted. I kept looking backwards. And can I just give you a word of encouragement for somebody who's lost something? Don't spend all of your time looking backwards, mourning what you have lost And I know this could come in all shapes and sizes. For me, it was a business. And I'm not saying that you don't grieve and you don't mourn. That is so crucial to healing. But when we so focus on getting back what we had, we miss out on where God wants to take us. Again, me is business. I know someone might be listening to this. It might be a relationship. It might be a loved one. And and, and there's so many different ways. And there's grieving is a part of the process and God wants to sit with you in your pain. Jesus wants to sit with you in your hurt. And there's that is essential. So I'm not saying, oh, just get over it and don't keep looking back. And I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is in order for you to move forward, you can't keep focusing on what you don't have any longer. Um, I hope that makes sense. And I hope that is a word for somebody to not keep looking in the rear view mirror, but to keep moving forward. I kept looking in the rear view mirror, wanting what I had. And God's like, I have better for you. And it's going to look different. It's going to sound different. It's going to taste different. I actually make less money now than I did four years ago. And guess what? I am so much more joyful. I am working two days a week this summer. I've shared before, I have a six-figure coaching business and I work two or three days a week. That is absolutely incredible. And it took me a while because I thought God was punishing me, bringing me down to two days a week and three days a week. But the Lord's actually showed me, Heather, I've literally given you what you prayed for. You wanted to have a successful business doing something that you love while you could still be a mom. And holy moly, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have what I prayed for. So let me get back to this six-figure month. So all of that to say that God asked me to slow down even more. And I'm like, how on earth? So he asked me to do something that didn't make sense. It did not align with my financial goals. It did not align with my business goals. Slowing down sounded like punishment. And he said, Heather, focus on you and focus on your family. So... I was obedient. I went down to working two days a week. And in that, working two days a week, 
my business was good. It was, you know, it was decent. And the six-figure month came when I surrendered my idea of how I was going to get back what I had lost and really allow the Lord to do what he wanted to do. My six-figure month was when my husband and I sold our home and made over $100,000 in profit. That in and of itself is a whole story because if you know my story, the same house that we made $100,000 in profit is the same house that flooded two weeks after we bought it. And so that story, that house has a whole story. God is always just amazing how he redeems things and restores things, gives us double for our trouble. And so my 100K month had really nothing to do with my business strategy. It had nothing to do with a funnel. It had nothing to do with a million dollar offer. It had nothing to do with an amazing launch. It had nothing to do with how many people I recruited. It had nothing to do with me except God asked me to do something and I faithfully and trust, trusting, I trusted him, trustfully, I don't think that's a word, I don't know. Um, I trusted him that in my obedience, he was going to bless me. He was going to answer my prayers. He was going to provide for us. That might not be the 100K month story that you were looking for or that you were expecting, but friend, that is the truth. And God continues to show me that, Heather, it's not about all of your doing. It's about who you are being. Do you trust me? Do you know I have good plans? Do you know that my thoughts are higher than yours? And sometimes I will ask you to do crazy things that don't make sense. They are not logical. They don't make sense. But wisdom, the spirit of holiness is saying otherwise. And when you trust me and when you surrender to me and when you obey what I'm asking you to do, I have good things in store for you. Friend, I don't know what God is challenging you with today. I don't know what he's asking you to trust him with today. But I promise you, if you do, he will bless you. And it might not come in the form of a 100K month. It might not. It might. Maybe it comes in the form of a million dollar month. I don't know. I can't make these stories up. And I know that God is looking for our hearts. He's not looking for our hustle. He's looking for you to trust him. I believe God's love language is trust. You know, a lot of the cures to our, our issues is believing that he is who he says he is and believing that you are and I am who he says that we are because of Jesus. And when we would come into alignment with those things, we would be flourishing and successful in ways that we could have never imagined. I want to encourage you with this story, whatever God is asking you to do, no matter how crazy it sounds, whether that's slow down, maybe that for you is speed up. Maybe you have been slowing down out of fear of not being perfect enough or not doing the right thing. And he's saying, no, it's time. It's go time, friend. It's go time. Let's do this thing. Let's, let's launch the business. I don't know what that is for you. But what I do know is that God has good plans for you. His plans for you are good. And he is looking for you to come into agreement with his plans, his ideas, his thoughts, his ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. And sometimes he will ask us to do crazy things. And perhaps what he's asking you to do, the crazy thing will lead to something else that will blow your mind. Like for me, slowing down 
working less, focusing on me and my family, healing and doing all of those things that didn't have anything to do with business yielded a $100,000 plus month. And here's the reality of that. God will always give us the provision for our vision. God wants to give you the provision for your vision. Whatever the vision that God's given you, the dream, the nonprofit, the business, the whatever it is, the the missionary trip, and it doesn't all have to be, you know, these like you go to the mission field. I mean, you you your backyard is a mission field, your home is a mission field, your business is a mission field, your neighborhood, your current place that you live, everywhere can be a mission field. All all that to say, God wants to give you the provision for your vision and for me, God often shows me, Heather, I'm going to give you the provision that you need to do the things that I've called you to do and the desires that are in your heart. And it just might not come the way that you want it. And maybe not like in this case, it wasn't through my business. And so can we, you know, I used to say obedience, there's, there's blessings on the other side of obedience. I recently had a coaching call Um, with one of my coaches. And she said, you know, I changed the word obedience to agreement. She said, every time I hear people say obedience, it still like triggers something in me as if like, you know, and she didn't say this, but I'm like, oh yeah, it's like God pointing his finger at you. Like just do it. And I grew up in a house that was do as I say, I'm the parent, I'm the authority, do as I say. And I did a lot of the right things in my youth because I knew that I should, I knew that I needed to, or I was going to get in trouble or I had to. And instead of, I want to, I can, I'm choosing to, and that's really more of an agreement. And we could do a whole podcast series on parenting. Y'all know that I never talk about parenting like hardly ever. It's an area that the Lord is healing in my own heart and life. And it's an area that he's uh, teaching me how to parent in the way that he wants me to parent. All of that to say that God wants to give you the provision that you need to fulfill the assignment he's given you. And it might not be in your hustle. It might be in your agreement AKA what I used to say for obedience, but agreement with what he's asking you to do and what he's leading you into. You can agree with God and have a guarantee that it's going to be better than you could ever ask, think, or imagine, and really better than anything that you could have planned yourself. So let's pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your Holy Spirit, your spirit of holiness. I thank you that it is inside of us as believers. If there's anyone listening to this podcast that is not has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior in their heart and has, has given their life to the Lord, Lord, I pray that, that, that the Holy Spirit overcomes them and just fills their heart and their mind and their life so that uh, you know the spirit of holiness is to guide us, is to be our advocate, to be our counselor. And Lord, I thank you for that still small voice that whispers to us some of the craziest ideas. But God, we know that when we say, I don't know what that means, or I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. And I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's a little scary, but we can say, I 
I, I agree. I'm going to do it. You have my yes, Lord. So Father, I pray for the heart that is, that is kind of in that wavering of, can I give God my yes, Lord, that she gives you her yes today and trusts you for the adventure of her life. God, we thank you for the provision that you provide for us, for the visions that you have given us. We love you. We thank you. It's all for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen.